Austria is turning the site of Hitler's birthplace into a police station to repel neo-Nazis. And a superhero doctor saves a traveler's life by sucking urine from the man's bladder during a mid-flight. And hundreds of porn stars and sex workers had their Instagram accounts deleted and they're not pleased. These are the weird stories for Tuesday. This is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm your host, Jonesy. Let's do it. Austria is turning the site of Hitler's birth into a police station. Ooh. Why, do you ask, is Hitler's birthplace being turned into a police station? Well, it is to repel neo-Nazis. Yes, Austria's interior minister, Wolfgang Peschkorn. Yes, Wolfgang. You must be named Wolfgang if you are an interior minister in Austria. Wolfgang announced that the country will turn the birthplace of Adolf Hitler into a police station in the hopes of preventing it from becoming a neo-Nazi shrine. Here's a quote from Wolfgang. The future use of the house by the police should send an unmistakable signal that the role of this building as a memorial to Nazis has been permanently revoked. The neo-Nazis have reportedly long frequented the house located in downtown Braunau? Braunau? Brunel. I don't know. Uh, turning it into a pilgrimage. Yes. In other words, insane people turning it into a pilgrimage. The kind of people you don't want coming to your hometown. Uh, the kind of people you don't want hanging out in your town square. Yeah, for sure. So apparently the government has tried to step in and stop that from happening for quite a while. But you can't. How do you keep the neo-Nazis out of your town? You can't. The government has tried to step in, but the building's owner had refused to sell it, even though the Interior Ministry had taken over the main lease in 1972. The owner also refused to renovate the building, which meant it was difficult to rent to tenants who would turn it into an, an, an administrative, educational, or local services building, as required by the government. So it remained challenging to prevent Hitler's admirers from flocking to this building, even as support for Nazism dwindled. But the government seized the building in 2017 and will now hold a re redesigned competition for architects that will begin this month as the building transitions into the hands of the law enforcement, of the policia. Yeah, I think it's very important to uh, do what you can. This is one of those instances where you got to get you got to get creative and uh, while staying in the bounds of law, of course. You can't just say, hey, all you, anybody with a shaved head is not allowed in my town or near this building, you know, because then you got people with shaved heads that, you know, aren't neo-Nazis, of course. I mean, I'm just spitballing here, so, you know, ideas. You just can't, you're kind of limited, you know what I mean? Because you can't discriminate against all, but you want to discriminate. You're not even supposed to discriminate, but you kind of want to, you know, and I have no problem discriminating against these sorts of people, for sure. I don't care about their freedom. I really don't. If you're walking around extolling the virtues of Nazism and Hitler, then you, you don't deserve freedom, in my opinion. You should be treated terribly, in my opinion. You shouldn't be allowed to go to the building that you want to go to and, and congregate where you want to congregate. But this is a free country. You should be able to congregate. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Nothing good's coming out of that congregation, I'll tell you right now, okay? Nothing. So, no, you're not allowed to congregate outside of Hitler's birthplace. Whatever. Sue me. I don't give a damn. I'm acting like I'm the minister of the interior, but I'm 
But I'm not, I don't have a name for it. I need a name like Wolfgang or Helmet. Yes, I'm Helmet. I am Wolfgang. These are the funniest names ever. What do you guys think? Do you think a subgroup like neo-Nazis should, should be discriminated against when it comes to something like congregating at the birthplace of their hero? What do you think? You think this, this is an attack on their rights? We're dealing with a different country here, of course. This isn't the U.S. But yeah, do these people have these kinds of rights? I, I think it's a debate worth exploring. Call Weird AF News, of course, 646-450-2012. If you happen to be a neo-Nazi, which I'm not sure if I have any listeners that are neo-Nazis, then I'd, I mean, I'd love to hear from you. You're not going to enjoy this, <laughs> this opinion of mine, of course, but you know, I'll give you a platform to defend yourself. Sure, why not? Call into Weird AF News. Abat. A doctor saves a traveler's life by sucking urine from the man's bladder during a mid-flight emergency. Outstanding. There's a photo of this guy sucking on something. It doesn't look like a man's bladder. It looks like he's smoking a vape. I'm going to be honest with you. Maybe this is a tool he invented. The Chinese doctor had to think on his feet when a passenger on his flight suffered a medical emergency. What a hero. What's his name? Zhang Hong. He's a surgeon. He saved an elderly man's life by sucking out the urine from the traveler's blocked bladder during a medical emergency. Unbelievable. The doctor was flying from Zhuangzhou to New York on China Southern Airlines Flight 399. They were still six hours away from the destination when the doctor sprung into action. The ill passenger was sweating, had a swollen belly. The, family's, the man's family had also informed cabin crew that the traveler was previously diagnosed with an enlarged prostate which Dr. Zhang suspected was causing a blockage. Ooh, surely. The doctor sprung into action, ordered the flight attendants to set up some blankets on the floor in an area towards the back of the plane for the passenger in preparation for the urine suck. Mid-flight urine suck. This doctor's a superhero. He doesn't only suck urine on the ground. He sucks urine in the sky. Flying, high-flying urine sucker. Meanwhile, the Dr. Jang and another physician on board reportedly fashioned a makeshift catheter. Ooh, they, they invented a catheter, like, they, like a MacGyver situation. They made it out of plastic tubing from an oxygen mask, some straws from milk cartons, a bunch of tape, a syringe from the aircraft's medical kit. Yeah, because th there's no catheter on board. you got to make your own. The needle on the device was too small to drain the urine, though. Oh, goodness. After experiencing difficulties in easing the pressure on the passenger's bladder, Dr. Zhang, Dr. Zhang, I apologize, stepped up to suck out the urine himself. How long does it take to suck out urine in a plane? He spent 37 minutes sucking out the urine. About 800 milliliters of urine from the man's blocked bladder. Sucking it out. 37 minutes of sucking pee. Unbelievable. Footage of the life-saving act also showed Dr. Zhang spitting into an empty wine bottle as he siphoned the urine using his mouth. What a hero. Can you imagine? The doctor was quoted. This hero, what did he say? He said, it was an emergency situation. I couldn't figure out any other way. Oh, man. And then he sucked the urine out. Unbelievable. This guy's a hero for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to know in this crazy world that there are men out there, women out there, that'll do such heroic deeds such as suck out your pee-pee in the middle of a trip so that you can not die. And I like that a lot. 
Um, I don't know how keen I'd be sucking pee out of somebody to save their life. I'd have to really care about them, I think. Um, I mean, if I'm going to have your pee in my mouth, it's got to, we got to, well, we probably should have been intimate already, I'd imagine, right? Because now I got your pee in my mouth. I should have had, you know, my, my mouth should have been on other parts of your body prior to that, you know, uh, before that goes down. Am, am, is that wrong of me? I mean, I can't be dr- sucking out a stranger's pee. I'm just, I don't have that kind of fortitude. I really don't. It might gross me out. Um, and by the way, I would have never thought to do this anyways, because I'm not educated at all. This guy is a genius. MacGyver situation. Give me that, give me that airbag that no one's going to use. That flotation device that no one's going to use on this plane. It's true. No one's going to use it. You're not going to survive if that thing crashes in the ocean. Cut to you floating around in the open sea with your little flotation device that's under your sea. No, you're going to hit the ocean and dead on contact. So yeah, why not use those things to do other things? You know, you should. We should have. We should just if it gets real boring, you know, on a long flight, just we can all blow up those things and just have like a a flotation device fight, like a pillow fight, but with the floaty. The flotation device fight. Yeah. And other things we could possibly do with that. That's just my opinion. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Instagram is deleting the accounts of hundreds of porn stars and sex workers. Yes, Hundreds of porn stars and sex workers had their Instagram accounts deleted this year, and many say that they're being held to a different standard than mainstream celebrities. Here's a quote. I should be able to model my Instagram account on Sharon Stone or any other verified profile. But the reality is that doing that would get me deleted. Um, That was the president of the Adult Performers Actors Guild. Wow, there's a lot to unpack here. First of all, there's they, they, that's an actors guild, the adult performance actors guild. Okay, didn't know about that. Also, uh, do you think Sharon Stone's showing her hoo ha on her verified Instagram profile? I don't think that's happening. So yeah, if you want to model your account on Sharon Stone, yeah, that's fine. I don't think that you are. I don't think that the adult performers are modeling their Instagram account on an actor from the 80s. I don't think that's happening. (laughs) But yeah, okay. These sex workers and porn stars, actors, as they call themselves, are waging a battle to stay on the platform of Instagram. I support them. I want them to be on Instagram. I have no problem with that. They should not be kicked off for showing too much skin. Um... Of course, you have to draw the line at porno- straight-up pornography. You can't. I don't think you can have that, unless maybe the the account is private. Then I think it might be okay. It's hard. It's a hard. Um, yeah, it's controversial. I'm not sure. Anyways, they say they have collected more than 1,300 performers who claim that their accounts have been deleted by Instagram's content moderators for violations of the site's community standards, despite on their accounts not showing any nudity or any sex whatsoever. Oh, I, I question that. I bet you they are showing nudity. Come on, they're they're porn stars. They're going to be showing nudity. And yeah, even if you have, even if you're completely naked, but you put a little blurry mark on each of your nipples, 
Like that's still that's still nudity in my opinion. Yeah. I, I like it. I want to see it. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying that's going to be considered nudity by Instagram standards. You got to know that. You have to know that on these platforms you can't do shit like that. You just can't. And you can't be angry when they kick you off for doing it either. You really can't. I'm not trying to side with Instagram here. I don't know the whole story. I need to see these photos exactly. To, so if, if any of you sex workers out there and porn stars have been deleted from Instagram's platform, please send me these photos. I'll give you my email. It's funnyjones at gmail.com. Yeah, send me the photos that you posted that were controversial and I'll, I'll make a decision by next week. <laughs> hmm. Here's a quote from a porn star. They discriminate against us because they don't like what we do for a living. Yeah, I don't know if that's happening. I don't think Instagram has an opinion on what you do for a living, to be honest with you. Instagram just wants to make money. They're basically Facebook, right? All Facebook really gives a damn about is how to make money. Um, so, yeah, I don't think they care. I do think you're posting nudity is what's going on. I, I think, I think. Um Now, there's another factor in this. In uh, late 2018, porn stars say that an, an individual or a number of individuals started coordinating a, coordinating a campaign to report accounts to social media platforms with the intent of having them removed. This was often followed by harassment and intimidation in the form of abusive messages. An anonymous individual known in the industry as OMID, O-M-I-D, frequently boasted of being personally responsible for hundreds of account deletions. Well, that's ridiculous that this person would do that. I don't support that at all. Get a life, OMID. Why are you trying to get everybody's accounts deleted? What's wrong with you? Adult performer and sex workers rights activist Ginger Banks was one of the first targets of this campaign. Here's a quote. When you put time and effort into building an account with over 300,000 followers and it gets deleted, that makes you feel defeated. Even if you're following the rules, you still have your account deleted. And that's the part that's very frustrating. I agree. I agree with Miss Banks. Um, if you worked hard to build you know, a quarter of a million followers or more, that's not, that's not easy. All right? I've been trying to build a following myself and it's a struggle just to get 5,000. I'm like, wow. And I know it takes hard work to build up a following on there. But... You also have to be very careful with your content. And I, I do believe Instagram gives warnings, right? They give you a strike one, strike two, something like that. I think so. I have a friend who uses her Instagram account, um, you know, in a sexy way. And uh, she's she's got warnings from Instagram. I remember specifically one instance where she was shut down for a few days from using it. She mentioned that to me. Um And she claims she wasn't posting anything particularly uh, – you know, revealing, but uh, knowing her, <laughs> I think she did. <laughs> yeah. You know, and in, in the light of what can happen with your Instagram account without you even really having a say in it, it makes it pretty damn scary. Um, these social media accounts that a lot of people rely on for their income or for their career, they can be taken away in an instant. You know, if you happen to be a model, an Instagram model, and that's how you've built your business, you have a half a million followers or more. Maybe you're paying your bills this way. It's possible. It happens. And then for something uh, like Instagram's platform to take you off for whatever reason, you know, and there's nothing you can do to get it back, that's, we can all go away in one day. I mean, that's kind of crazy. So uh, the social media is great for one, for, for the one that you can, you know, you can make a living off it, but also there's a, 
there's a little catch there where it can all go away overnight, it seems. And that that makes it pretty scary if you are relying on it uh, solely as your career platform. Yeah. Um, I'm always on the side, normally, uh, of, of the sex workers and porn stars and whatnot. So, uh, yeah. Got to gotta find out more information about this, but I, I do believe that uh, it's if, there, if the accounts are being taken away unfairly, then that's terrible. I don't think that that's always the case. Got to get more info about this. Any sex workers out there, porn stars that want to call in to Weird AF News? I don't think I have any listeners like that. I've been asking for a lot of weird listeners. Any Austrian porn stars that want to <laughs> uh, call Weird AF News? Weird AF News. Did I just mess that up? 646-450-2012. Love ya. Let's do it. Hey, thanks for listening to Weird AF News, you loyal listener. If you happen to be a loyal listener, if you're not a loyal listener, consider being a loyal listener. I got some customer reviews, also known as listener reviews, that I like to read. This one's on iTunes. This is from Speculation to Innovation. Makes my day, Weird AF News. Your podcasts are so funny and laugh-inducing. I always do my best to keep up with all of your latest posts. It doesn't seem to matter how bad of a day I had. Your jokes and reviews never fail to boost my spirits and make me feel more positive. Thank you for doing what you do. Well, thank you, Speculation to Innovation. Got some reviews on Amazon. This one's from Jay Brad, who's a huge fan of me. He wrote, uh, Waste of time, waste of hearing. When this show comes on my flash briefing, I stop Alexa every time. Thanks, Jay. I appreciate that so much. Uh, Also, an anonymous customer on Amazon wrote, Awesome content. When this skill is working, it's awesome. I love Weird AF News, and I start every morning listening to Jonesy. He helps start my day. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. I'm glad that sometimes my skill works. (laughs) Yeah, if you guys just tell Amazon Alexa to play the Weird AF News podcast, then you'll you'll get a, it'll work for sure. Um, you can tell all your smart speakers to play the Weird AF News podcast, and it'll work loudly in your home. Just make sure there's no children around, unless you know you've approved of your children's media intake, because um, some of the things we talk about here can be a little edgy. That's all. I'm pretty good with the swearing these days. You know, I'm very proud of myself being from, from Boston and, and still keeping a keeping a lid on the swearing. But, you know, some of the stories are pretty edgy. We got another review from Joseph who wrote, Very cool podcast. I rated five Galapagos iguanas out of 63.5749 liquidated tractors. Have a nice day. Pretty cool. That's a pretty cool review. I don't know what that means, but I think that's amazing. Um, yeah. So thank you, Joseph. I appreciate you. You guys can always give me a review, and uh, it could be a, a lame one. It could be a great one. I read them all. They're funny. So, yeah, whatever you listen to your podcast on, it would be very helpful if you gave me a review and a rating. So check that out. Do that if you can. If not, no big deal. Get around to it when you get around to it. It's no hurry. Life's easy breezy, baby. I don't want to put any you know, pressure on you. Just go with the flow, man. Smoke a J and go about your day. Uh, as always, you can reach out to me, 646-450-2012. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. Uh, you can see me on Instagram at funnyjones, on Twitter at funnyjones, and on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. Please check out the Patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash weirdafnews, where you can support the show and get access to bonus episodes and whatnot. 
Um, for instance, today I'll be doing something very weird, and I'm going to be putting it out on um, on the Patreon as well. And I have one more video to edit to put up on there from my trip to Joshua Tree. So extra stuff. There's two bonus episodes already for this month. Going to be doing two or three bonus episodes a month on there. So yeah, extra stuff if you're into the show, uh, stuff that you might like. And uh, as always, I appreciate you, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Adios.